I don't know. I think I had a lot of coffee that day because I talked a lot. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and welcome to Make Him Wonder. I'm your host, Coach Paula, a dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. This week I was on a fun podcast with the beautiful, fun, and funny Becca Hayes. And the podcast is The Good Girl. And if you don't know it, it is fun. It can be informative. It can really brighten your day. And I recommend checking it out. It is The Good Girl, G-U-R-L. You can also find it, though, which I did online under The Good Girl, regular spelling. But Becca is also co-host of a rock morning show, Hooker, DB, and Becca. And you can find that on iHeart. She also has a podcast with them on iHeart Radio. And I love her attitude. She says about the podcast, when I stopped caring about what others thought of me is when I found myself and actually started living. I'm here to help you laugh a little well, laugh a lot, and hopefully inspire and empower your soul along the way. She says, life is too short not to laugh hard, love hard, and cry hard. She says, for the podcast, I hope you enjoy the many crazy stories of my everyday life and the people I meet along the way. Throughout life, I kept these sparks, then one day started a flame, then the next I knew it was a big-ass fire. So that's Becca, and I was fortunate to be on her show with her friend Kara, and you'll hear about her on the show as well, and she asked a couple of questions. I don't know. I think I had a lot of coffee that day because I talked a lot, but I thought you would like it here uh, because it kind of sums up so much of what I talk about here, meaning the puppy principle, consumer versus buyer, why men cheat instead of just leaving, and even soulmates. So I'm going to play it here in full. I hope you enjoy it. Check out her other podcasts. And of course, as always, check out more of my podcasts here. And Subscribe and share on YouTube. Check out my YouTube channel, Coach Paula Grooms. That would be fantastic. Subscribe, comment on anything there. I'll even have a lot of the podcast there. In the meantime, enjoy the good girl. And as always, don't forget, make him wonder.
Hey, y'all. It's Becca Hayes with The Good Girl. When I stopped caring so much about what others thought of me is when I actually found myself and I started living for the first time. I'm here to help you laugh a little. Well, uh, let's be real. A lot. And hopefully inspire and empower your soul along the way. Life's too short not to laugh hard, love hard, and maybe cry a little too. I hope you enjoy these podcasts about my life, some of my crazy experiences, and all my friends that join me along the way. Uh, hi, everybody. It's Becca Hayes with The Good Girl. And joining me today are two very special people. One, you guys kind of remember just from, a, I think, the last episode, Kara in the Raw. Kara from Florida is joining us. Hey, guys. And then also we have Miss Coach Paula Grooms with us as our special guest. Um, Paula, she, we talked, well, it was a couple months ago, and she helped me through some relationship issues. And... Paula also is an author of a book called Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. So I think it's a wonderful book. I have a copy of it right here in my hands. Yeah, go ahead and uh, tell the people about yourself, Paula. Hi, nice to be here with you today. This is so fun. Uh, I'm a, a dating and relationship coach. I'm also a licensed social worker. And again, I'm author of the book Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. Yeah. I host a podcast, 60 episodes there called Make Him Wonder. You can find that on makehimwonder.com. It's on every listening platform where I have real life love and relationship coaching conversations with women about all things, love, relationship, sex, you name it, in terms of relationships, and uh, we talk about it. That's awesome. No boundaries, it seems like. No, not really. <laughs> well, I know Kara has been through the ringer in some relationships as myself as well. I think there's a lot of women and men out there that have relationship problems and usually end up repeating the same problem. And so I think what I love about you, Paula, is you, you kind of get down to the root of it. It's like, okay, what is going on? I start with the the foundational principle of uh, what I call the puppy principle. And that is how men view women, how they feel about all women, and most importantly, how they commit and then bond to one woman. As that is, you know, the hope what many of us like and want is to have the man that we love, uh, love us, commit to us, and then bond. Mm -hmm. And the puppy principle helps in this way because it is something that we as women can relate to in a way that um, helps us to understand their experience. And that is the puppy principle because most of us love puppies or mm -hmm. some people's kittens, some it's babies, what have you. But we get a feeling when we see puppies, when we're around them, even if we just see pictures of them. We get a, a feeling and a desire to be around them, to touch them, to uh, have all manner of their essence. And whether they're a poodle or a pit bull, they're all cute and wonderful to us in one way, shape, or form. And we may have our particular breed that we really connect to and, and love the most, but we love them all. And if we could, we would be in a room filled with all manner of different puppies and take in all their wonderfulness and time would go away for us. 
while we were around them. And we can take, you know, um, we'll scroll through puppy uh, pictures and videos on social media and just uh, be taken away by that. So it's, um, it's very similar to how men view us all and experience us all as women. They love one thing about one woman and another thing about another woman, but they love us all. And if I could really impart to every woman, you are loved by men in one way, shape, or form. And it's not who you are that they're not connecting to or loving. It's what you do that helps them get to a state of being that I call being a buyer. Mm. And I have five criteria for what it is being a buyer rather than a consumer. Because when a man is in the state of a consumer, he will consume every bit of love, attention, and affection a woman is willing to bestow on him, a puppy, right? Mm -hmm. Will take a puppy in and will love it, care for it, love on it. But we have to be in the right state of being to adopt a puppy. We have to be ready. Our finances have to be ready. We have to have the right environment to care for a puppy in the way that we see caring for a puppy to be, right? We have to, um, we have to love and desire it for sure, but we really have to be in a state of knowing that we can commit to this one puppy. And then once we make that commitment, that is when we bond. To one. And I learned this from a wonderful counselor named Bob Grant, is that uh, men only bond in one way, whereas we as women bond mm -hmm. through time and sex. Men mm -hmm. only bond to us in one way, and that is through making a formal public commitment. And that is why the statistic is that 80% um, of divorces are brought by women, and that only 3% of men who married men, who ever have divorced, excuse me, who ever have affairs will actually leave their wife for a woman with whom they're having the affair, even if they love that woman. And wow. that is because they've made a decision to commit. Men uh, relate via their decisions, whereas women relate via their emotions. And that's why it's so important that we as women help our men get to a place of making that commitment because once he does, if he loves you, he will bond. And the bonding is what keeps us together as couples. So you want to be with a buyer, not a consumer. And we talked about this, Becca, that you can test your relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, with my consumer versus buyer relationship test. Yes. And anybody can take that at willhecommit.com. You can test your man on where he is vis-a-vis -vis you on the scale of being ready, willing, and able to commit. Well, and every you everybody needs to take this test because that's going to save you so much time, emotional trauma, distress. If you realize, oh, I'm just with a, a consumer, but I really want a buyer. You have to realize what you have right now and i think gosh it's going to save so much i mean you know crying on the phone to your girlfriends and having wine night multiple times <laughs> a week <laughs> yeah so it's super important very important mm -hmm. and it, it really makes you know i have um two types of consumers and two types of buyers because you can have someone who's an ultimate consumer and you want to 
bring him up the scale. There's the mixed messages consumer. That's a huge category where women get really stuck with, you know, one day he's the best boyfriend ever. And the next, I feel like I'm not even really in his life. Mm -hmm. That's a mixed messages consumer. The next is up the scale is a prospective buyer. And then there's a bona fide buyer. So, you know, it's, it's really, you're not going to get commitment when a man is in the state of being a mixed messages consumer and certainly not an ultimate consumer. No, I have a question for you. And Kara, feel free if you have questions just to butt right in. Um, I don't want you to feel like you're out in the, the zone over there. <laughs> yeah, just come right in if you have questions. But my question to you, Paula, is you get, sometimes you get into those relationships where the woman or the man, they kind of just, they stop trying. This is marriage and prior to marriage, they're not who you started dating. And I've been in these relationships before. I've done it where I cared about the person, but I totally slacked. Is that, does that mean that I'm not serious or they're, they're not taking this serious anymore? Or what does that mean? Well, none of us can have a relationship um, in, in, a, in a vacuum. In other words, there's always that other party. And I tend to work from a bit of a, a psychological perspective, but mostly from the male orientation of relationships. It's so different from our female orientation that it sometimes feels like we speak a totally different language. Yes. It is so vastly different. And what happens, and I have this in my book, you might relate to it, that I talk about one of my uh, fundamental principles is that women relate via verbalization, men relate via action. So one of the biggest things I see that really trips up couples is that the woman is trying to relate to a man via talking to him about the relationship. My latest podcast, uh, episode 59, is about that, whereby the actual discussion about the relationship takes the man's interest to a much lower degree mm. and eventually will talk him right out of it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And so it's super important. I work with uh, one of my uh, principles and strategies I call sexy mother. Mm -hmm. It's very important in marriages and long-term relationships that you become a sexy mother. Because what happens for many women, um, and not to impugn men because they're wonderful, we want them for all that they are, but because they are so different, they it can feel like sometimes we're in a relationship with a, a, a boy, so to speak. Yes. Right? He just doesn't get it. Um, he doesn't understand it, uh, he's acting out, what have you. And actually, that's just a different orientation towards relationships. I call that my mechanics of men. Because we, as women, we just like a car to feel good, to look good, to get in it, turn the key and it runs. We don't need to understand it, we don't care to understand it, we don't need to know how it works, we don't care about the engine, we don't care about anything. Yep. But a man with a real car loves real cars. He loves to understand them. He loves to get them and talk about them and, uh, you know, really be into them, look at magazines about them, everything. And what happens is in relationships, we're trying to get the man to understand 
relationships and want to know about them in, in the way that we do. And that's kind of like putting us under a, a car and getting us to be interested in how the engine works and talk about it and want to understand it. And we just eventually, if a man made us do that about our real car, what would happen is that we would just hate the car. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with relationships when women are trying to get men to understand them and talk, 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 talk about relationships. Eventually the man tunes out and what can happen is eventually he just wants a new car. Okay, I see. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That makes complete so sense. So we have to be in, and this is what I work with with women in my programs, that you have to be the mechanic of the relationship and you have to take care of that relationship car just like you expect him to take care of and know about the real car mm -hmm. that's just what it is it works best in that fashion there are always you know we're all on a scale of differences but fundamentally this is what works and when a woman understands all of this and Ultimately, it's working on ourselves to navigate the anxiety and the issues that come up in relationships so that we can tweak it, fine tune it, and keep that relationship on the road for the long run and to go the distance. Paula, a question that just came to mind is you've talked to many women have you noticed a pattern with these women that you've talked to that sometimes they end up making things up in their mind where they worry that the guy doesn't like him anymore because he's not doing this anymore and, and what what do you have to say about that like just knock it, it off so so, <laughs> so true mm -hmm. and i would say that in i mean i can really go out on them and say nine times out of ten it has nothing to do with the man's feelings about the woman it's what she is doing. So for example, when I talk about the puppy principle, um, once uh, we've committed to adopting a puppy, right? It's been wonderful, it's fantastic, and the first two weeks we're all excited and we come home and we wanna love on it. And, and then, you know, three, 10 weeks into it, it starts pooping on the rug for no reason, or even right? Do <laughs> we've made a decision and we've bonded to it we're not just gonna up and get out of it right mm -hmm. we love it we love it for the puppy that it is right it's gonna take a lot for us not to feel that way about the puppy that we've always felt right but eventually say it becomes so unmanageable that you come home and the house is wrecked every time you come home after work you're going to do your level best take it to the puppy classes and you're going to talk to people about it you're going to search it on the internet you're going to do all that you can but eventually you know if it's just too too difficult you're going to want out of it now what your question is most of the time it's not that right for the woman mm -hmm. but it's her anxiety and concurrent that i'm not enough that I'm not a, the pretty puppy that men see all women to be. Because let's face it, we know that whether you're a cute little poodle or a smashed in pug, 
face, right? Mm -hmm. um, or a big mastiff. They're all wonderful and cute. And that's how men view us. It's the talking about the relationship. It's the way, it's never, almost never, I should say, who the woman is. It's what she is doing and she is not handling on her own her anxiety and uncomfortability and in the not knowing. Because while women love through knowing, mm -hmm. men love through wondering. So when she doesn't know, she's all anxious and worried, right? Yeah. Understandably so. But that's something we can't go to him about or we kind of ruin it because he needs to be always wondering to be loving. We need to know, he needs to wonder. That's why marriage works very, very well because um, he, he can still be in a state of wondering, but then we're in the state of knowing. Mm -hmm. And that helps quell our anxiety. When our anxiety is quelled about a relationship, it can more readily go the distance. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of my girlfriends, I mean, even myself, have come across that situation where it's like, I, I tend to make things up in my head and really it's like, he's not even going there. You know, yeah. and so that's why I want other women to realize it's it's not you and stop having those thoughts and try to control and put our anxiety in check and to make him wonder because that's what's gonna keep him, you know, going and fueling it. Um, do you have any questions, Kara, before I have a couple more questions for you, Paula? I keep going. I'm just keep going? So okay, you're just soaking all of it in like a sponge. <laughs> My pocket, Paula. <laughs> pocket Paula, I love it. <laughs> there you go, Paula. That's your new podcast name, Pocket Paula. This is a question that has kind of always been on my mind. And I'm not saying it's always a woman or the man. I'm just going to do an example as a man being a cheater. This couple gets together, they get married. And the woman has not changed. Let's just say for you know the sake of this example, she has not changed anything. She still looks beautiful. She's still working out, looks great. She is the same way as when they started dating, hasn't changed anything. Sometimes I look at this couple and I look at his wife and how beautiful she is and how a loving mother she is to his kids. Why does a man still cheat or a woman in some cases, but why? What does it like something mentally? This is why, you know, we, we have to know the character of the man for sure, but it is, it's like this. And I talk about this in my book as well. It's my sports supposition. And it's really helpful to understand why a man might cheat and then and, and what's going on about that. So, for example, um, if a man is on, and this is about the difference, again, between male and females, that, that um, men relate via their decisions, women relate via their emotions. So when a man joins a, you know, a... a, a an adult uh, baseball team or basketball. Let's use baseball. He joins a, a baseball team and he's going every Wednesday night to his practices and he's uh, playing the games every Saturday during the season. And what happens is he grows to hate it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to go to the practices after work. He's too tired. He doesn't feel like going every Saturday. He'd rather, you know, do other stuff that he wants to do. And I ask every woman and man, and I've asked, does he quit? 
I'll ask you. He just doesn't feel like it anymore. Does he quit? He won't quit. Ask oh, any yeah. man that scenario question. He says, absolutely not. It is just male. In other words, when a female sees something isn't working, I don't feel it anymore. I don't want to anymore. She's much more apt to say, you know, I've done that. I did that. I feel like doing something else. Men don't. And this is what, when they've made a decision to marry, that is joining a team. Mm. And if you make, as a man, a public declaration, this is my wife, this is my family, this is my team, I, as a man, don't just leave that team. Now, here's the rub. I may find a team, in the baseball scenario, a few towns over. Because I didn't like my team. I didn't like the practices on Wednesday night. I didn't like the regimentation. I didn't like the playing every Saturday. I didn't like doing what the coach wanted me to do. I didn't like the coach. The coach, I had to play the same, same base every game, right? Mm -hmm. But I go a few towns over, and they allow me to do a pickup game here and there. I play positions I haven't played in 20 years on that new team a few towns over and that new team says yeah just come play with us whenever you want and we won't tell the home team that that's what you're doing right for a while mm -hmm. you see of course he's going to do it because this is what is in his mind he's going to play on that new team meaning the affair mm -hmm. right and have his fun, play the positions he hasn't played in 20 years, be excited about the new coach, and be really having a lot of fun. But he will not shirk on the decision he made that that's his home team. Just like if a man even watches sports, he has a team he watches. And no matter how bad they are, they never win a pennant, they never win the trophy, they never even win a game. It's still his team, and he doesn't leave it. And that is because men live by their decisions. So a man who's cheating actually thinks he is doing right by his wife and children not to leave out of his emotions mm -hmm. because he has made a decision to take on the responsibility, and he believes that that's the right thing to keep doing. Because he knows he will never leave his team for that new team. The statistic is only 3% of men who ever have affairs will ever leave their wife for that woman with whom they're having the affair, even if they love her and wow. not the wife. That's, an, I, guess, I don't know why I got goosebumps with that statistics. Like, that's insane. <laughs> it is insane. That's crazy. It is insane, right? <laughs> But it's not when you understand that men live via their decisions, because here's what it is. We know, and if you ask any man about that baseball scenario and he's on that team and he's joined that team, why he won't leave, he will absolutely say, no, I won't. Because with a man, you make the difference between you, as, you and a woman, you and a woman, is the difference is when the going gets tough, and you don't want to do something, you suck it up. Men even say to each other, suck it up, man. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Wow. And we actually want men to be that. We want them to commit 
and then they bond through that decision and then they won't leave. What we have to do so that they don't have that affair is to keep him wondering. There's, I talked about this in a, in a recent podcast. I hope you get to see it. If you have Hulu, see the movie Palm Springs. It is brilliant and will show you how really give you the experience of what men feel that making a commitment is an eternity of the same day, living the same day with the same woman. And they're angst about that. And why we, as women, when we want relationships, we have to work in a counterbalance to that anxiety of that eternity of living the same day vis-a-vis -vis commitment. Wow. It's really important that we do that and we have to do it through Sexy Mother. We must do it in order that the man uh, stay satisfied in the relationship and want to continue on the team and playing the, uh, the role he's been given in his marriage and family. No, I just have a question as far as like, for me, I've like focused on my career for a long time. Like I just turned 38 and now I'm ready to like settle down and have a family. Um, but it's hard when you are like, I'm a business owner, like not being, I guess, intimidating or like not have like still owning yourself and your worth. But I like to be a boss in my, in my business. But like when I'm in a relationship, like I want the man to be the boss. So like, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not that girl that like, I want my man to have his balls, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not dominant. You don't want to be the dominant one. I don't. Um, but it's like, how do you attract a man without him feeling like intimidated about your success? Um, if you are as a woman, like, I don't know, it's just hard dating, I guess. I don't think that I like portray myself like that in a relationship. Um, I just have been told that before that I, I'm intimidating or like okay. people are like, oh, that's probably why you're single. And it's like, it sucks because I'm actually not that way in my personal relationships. Yes. And it's something that um, I deal with, with women in my programs all the time, because it is, it's part of the experience now for so, so many women. And I like to reframe it when I'm working with a woman about that the man is feeling intimidated. Here's how I reframe it. And I actually have a test in one of my programs for the woman to take about her relationship called the peacock test. And you see, a man must feel like a peacock for the woman. And that can happen in various ways. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that he is more um, financially well off or that he has a better position or anything like that, but he must feel it in a way that, um, that fosters his desire. Because if he doesn't feel like he has a place in her life, there is an essence of that the man must feel needed, not just wanted. Mm. Here's, you know, they, they did a, a, like a really huge study on, um, and they questioned people about their relationships. And the majority of women, I mean, when I say majority, I mean, vast majority of women, when asked what they would like the man to feel, what they want to feel from a man, there's one word, and that is desired. 
Wow. When asked men, what is the one word? And that is respected. Interesting, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it makes sense. So when he feels like a peacock, and a peacock can come in many shapes and sizes, it does not mean that he has to be more achieved, uh, more well-off, any of that. But it can come in the form of maybe he is, uh, it, can, it can come in the form of he's much more mature and experienced in the world and can offer her um, a lot in that way. It can be that he's much, much younger and he is offering her something in that way. It's when I, when I created the test, it's all manner of things. It's educational, it's advocational, it's vocational, it's um, uh, in, in, uh, physically. He must feel that he is a, a peacock. In, some, in, in a major way vis-a-vis -vis that woman. It is not that he's intimidated. He will just go and find a woman for whom he's a peacock. Mm -hmm. And that is why you see all manner of men and you see them achieved and good looking and successful and, and all that. And then you look at the woman they're with and you question, wait a minute, what's going on here, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many times. And if a woman who is achieved can do what makes the man, in a sense, feel like a peacock. And that takes what, um, I forget, um, oh my gosh, I forget her name, uh, a coach um, years ago, I remember her saying this, it's very important, that when you are with your man, you must switch hats. If you're wearing your boss hat all day, your work hat all day, if you continue to wear that hat when you get home, we all have it in us to be different things with different people, right? And it's not pretending. It's being the soft, vulnerable, um, open, less directive, less controlling, um, more um, making him wonder, um, taking your energy away from that man rather than towards. It's, it's, it's very different for each woman. And when I'm working in my programs, I deal with the unique thing. We hone in on what it is for that woman that we must mm, really reframe and re rework in a way and tweak so that she can have the relationship she desires and deserves. Because that's when we feel our are most alive, most full. It's a natural thing. People want to couple and men do as well. They just don't have the skills that we have uh -huh. in order to do it. Amen and we, to that. we have to help them. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did that answer your question, Kara? Do you have any other questions? Yeah, no, I think that's, that's helpful. Is it helpful? Okay. Uh, my last question for you, Paula, and this is kind of, I don't know, to some, this might be a silly question, but to me, I don't think it is. Um, do you believe in soulmates or what's your thoughts about soulmates? Boy, that's, a, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I believe that what happens many, 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 many times for women is that it's sexual chemistry that is, um, many times, uh, it, 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 we, we take it to mean soulmate. And when we are most tweaked sexually, it is when we feel 
um, the most connected and um, the biggest problem ever is that men will take all of that and love it to death, but it doesn't foster at all their connection to you. Mm. And that this is what's so, you know, it's like many people have asked me, and I said, you know, it's, it's almost wrong. It's like, how did it ever, it shouldn't be that way, right? Mm -hmm. It should be that, that when we have that chemistry, the man is as connected to us as we feel, but he isn't. And that's not what fosters his, um, his desire to commit at all. And while he'll take all those goodies and all of that and, and love it while he has it, he won't commit to it because um, men have a, have a, and you may have heard me talk about this, but there is a deep, deep brained um, uh, trigger in a man. And this is Freudian and Freud uh, qualified it for us and in some ways quantified it for us. And that is the Madonna whore complex. It's now called the Madonna whore dichotomy. It is so pervasive. It is the, the deepest uh, reptilian brainstem of a man to immediately categorize a woman as one to marry or one to have fun with. And to, mm, to start out in the second category um, by being your most sexual can hurt you in the sense that he cannot feel safe in committing. Mm -hmm. And men most, one of the, the biggest, I'll go out of the limb, fear for man is that his partner or mate will cheat on him. Yeah. That is absolutely the biggest fear of men. And why we can sometimes uh, state that it's like, well, he's, um, he's insecure. Uh, it is not that. It is that he's decided already that he's not going to be safe. So he'll have fun with you. He'll give you lots of mixed messages. He'll be a consumer, but he won't commit. Oh, wow. And we have, to, we have to put ourselves with him in the right category. And when we do that... Uh, in a very you know, uh, value-based way, we have the best chance in terms of soulmate. Um, if it were only so that everyone could uh, be with their quote-unquote um, one that inspires them the most, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but in today's world, uh, that's a really, really hard uh, thing to come by. Um, men who are uh, great at the passion and the um, uh, chemistry off the bat and all of that. They're just, it's, it's a different animal for them and they're not going to commit to it even if they do connect to it very heavily because it's not safe. Wow. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. It really, like you laid it all out. Yeah. Well, Paula, do you, do you want to, do you have any final words to say uh, before we end this podcast or how can we well, find I, you? I really always appreciate these kinds of talks. I mean, it's, um, it's wonderful because um, my, I so believe that women are love in the world 
and women deserve to have the love that they want that gives them the best life that makes them supported in all ways they deserve that more than anything else and my mission is to help women achieve that and that's what i do it's so ironic people say do you realize that your last name is grooms <laughs> and it's like oh my god i know it's like i help make grooms and when a woman that i've been working with gets her engagement gets married um really makes that transformation of being someone that was not confident was feeling that it was her uh that she was somehow unlucky in love or couldn't uh make things right or whatever and it's just it's tweaking not who she is because women will think it's me it's mm -hmm. me i'm you know who i am no you're loved as the puppy you are big small short tall thin heavy uh dark light they love us all and it's what we do when we've met someone that we really like and we can bring it into i call it my gps program groom positioning system that you start out on the right path you follow the gps and we make it work and that just gives me uh so much joy and fulfillment it's my life's work now and i'm so happy to give give that love to women because we deserve it i love it and i agree with you a hundred percent um paula so people can where can they purchase your book because it's a wonderful book everyone should read it why won't he commit where can they purchase that anywhere books are sold it's certainly on amazon goodreads barnes and noble um if you have a local bookseller you just call them and order it and it's there it's there's an isbn number anyone can um get it and um if people you know want to contact me because they need an audiobook i have an audiobook that's not up on any of those uh sites i really recommend listening to my podcast as well because there i have real real coaching conversations with women mm -hmm. who are in various situations, all manner of from just dating, getting back to dating online, all through relationships, breakups, all manner. And so there's a, a way to really kind of hear uh, mm -hmm. how it works. And um, I, I think it's very helpful to, to hear that as well as the book. So um, thank you for having me on today. Um, you know, beautiful oh. you and Kara, so nice to, to meet you and, oh, and hopefully it's wow. of help. And I, I, uh, I love what you're doing. Buying everything so right now. Yeah, she's, I see her writing down all your stuff. I'm sure she's, <laughs> you're a huge fan now, Kara, uh, right. which a lot of people will be after listening to this podcast. I, you know, you've helped so many women, Paula, and I think that's so awesome. I love it. Um, well, thank you. Come on mine again. And, and yeah, Kara, girl. come on, come on as, as a guest. I'd love to talk to you women out there or men that are listening to this podcast if there is questions that you have for paula obviously you can reach paula but you know message me as well and maybe you know paula we could do this again with um yeah i'd love to different guests different situations i'll get my audio right this time yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out girl hey thanks for listening to the good girl until next week over and out
Thank you for listening to Make Him Wonder. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at makehimwonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations, discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you. Want more information on anything you've heard discussed here today? Why won't he commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One is available at all major book retailers. Or grab an autographed copy of Coach Paula's groundbreaking bestseller at whywon'thecommit.com. Hi there, Coach Paula here. I know you're getting a lot from season one of Make Him Wonder, and I want you to get even more in season two. Go now to the 8020 Wonder Club and become a member. The 8020 Wonder Club is a membership club where you'll get all the new episodes of season two the moment they come out. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. That's the 8020wonder.club. Make this your year to be consistently mindful of what it takes for a relationship to go the distance. Go to the 8020wonder.club and I'll see you in the clubhouse.